0: It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. You know the difference between hockey and those other sports? got to be tough to be a hockey player. I idolized Dominic Kaschuk. I played goalie because of Dominic Kaschuk. My life in hockey has been started because of Sabres hockey. I didn't need playoffs this year. I wanted it, but I didn't need it. But when you screw up for the fans as much as the team has over the last, like, five years, and just don't hold yourself accountable, I'm sorry, I'll hang up and listen, I'm sorry. Welcome to Two Goalies, One Mike, an in-depth look and behind-the-mask conversation about the greatest game on earth, where everything goes and nothing's off-limits. Now I'll tell you something about this guy. This is only three minutes, eh? Whammo! Welcome everybody to another edition of I'll Hang Up and Listen. I am Dwayne from Two Goalies, One Mike. Uh, Don't forget to get to Outlet Liquor, the place to buy a case. Watch your outlet, don't haste, go buy a case. That's my own little addition to the ad read. Uh, You can find them at Outlet Liquor NY on Twitter. Um, Unbelievable place to go get any of your alcohol needs for Bills or Sabres games. I always go there before uh, Bills and Sabres games when I... Stop over at my buddy Greg's house to uh, chill in his man cave. So make sure you get over there. Unbelievable place. Don't waste. Don't haste by a case. Anyways, uh, get that ad read out of the way. Uh, 2-1 loss tonight. Buffalo to uh, the New Jersey Devils. Um, They were gassed. 1,000% they were gassed from the second period on. You could tell uh, the jump was gone. Um, They battled, though. They battled. They hung in there. Takarski played an absolutely unbelievable game. 37 saves and 39 shots um and you know what couple clicks to Nigel Dawes right because you know come in make your NHL debut uh just got called up not an easy spot to be in and I, I believe that was his family in the crowd looked awfully proud uh goes and gets his first win and his first career start so a couple clicks for Nigel Dawes good for you kid uh you know what are you but what are you gonna do it's it's a tough spot for for uh you know for, for a guy like him to be in and you know he came up. Uh, wasn't tested a ton, but you know, I don't know what he answered the, answered the bell when he was asked to. And, uh, I thought he did a good job. You know, um, I, I, I think that if you would have had the Sabres team, the energized Sabres team from last night and not tonight, I think we're talking a different story because again, I think they looked absolutely gassed. So, um, but that's all, that's neither here nor there again. Uh, I'm not that all upset about the the last two games. The last night against the Bruins, you were playing a very talented, high-end elite team uh, in Boston. You know, their top three lines um, are better than anything you really have right now. Um, even injuries injuries aside on the middle stat, Yoki Harju, I mean, that, that team is just loaded, and you hung in with them. Uh, you actually dominated at, uh, m- most at analytic uh, departments, including uh, expected goals for you last night. Uh, again, against a very, very good um, Boston Bruins team. And you come in tonight, you're gassed, man. You really sold out last night, right? You, you you, started, you skated hard from start to finish like you should, and you got beat. I'm sorry. You had a much more energized New Jersey Devils team. Great coach behind the bench and Lindy Ruff. You know, we all love Lindy. Uh, good to see him doing well in New Jersey. Um, but here's the thing. You had a rookie goaltender making his NHL debut tonight. You had a team that didn't have Jack Hughes, so even if you're tired, even if you're just not more as talented of a team, you got to take advantage of that. Those are two, uh, those are two big uh, deal like pieces missing in a starting goaltender and obviously your most talented uh, forward on the team in, uh, in Hughes. You got to take advantage of that. Unfortunately, they couldn't. Um, Dylan Cousins get on the board, well deserved. Uh, you know, absolutely piss missile of a shot there in the first period to give him the early lead, one nothing. But like, that's the thing. Like in the first period, they were all over the net. They were really creating a lot of havoc for this kid, this kid does. and that just disappeared really in the second and third and third. You know, and that's what you have to do with anytime you have a new goaltender. You know, a rookie goaltender, whether it's his first start or his fifth start. If he's a rookie, he's a young kid getting his face, getting his girl. Honestly, I said it. I said it in episode seventy four, which will be up later tonight. If you did to yeah, take a penalty to really obstruct him and really make him uncomfortable, do it, whatever. You know what I mean? As long as you're in a situation where you're playing with some swag, you're playing with confidence. I wouldn't even mind them taking a penalty there and in the first or second period just to really cause him some, some, some obstruction, make him uncomfortable. We did not make him feel uncomfortable at all tonight. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, can we talk about Dustin Hasek tonight? Absolutely. We can talk about Dustin Hashick tonight. Dustin looked phenomenal. And I'll give credit where credit is due. I mean, I, I've, I've said this kid is nothing but an AHL goaltender. He proved me wrong, at least tonight. Uh, Dustin looked great. His technique was superb. Uh, puck tracking was, you know, unbelievable. And, you know, he didn't give up a ton of second chances. He swallowed up pucks, um, stayed state square to shooters. And, you know, he deserved to win tonight. Unfortunately, again, I think the boys are just out of gas tonight tonight. Uh, and yeah, they just couldn't get it done. Um, let's talk about that overtime goal, Jeff Skinner. What the hell are you doing? It, when you're in the defensive zone, it, it's really you. Man up, find a man, and you stay to him. Three on three hockey, so much open ice. You stick to your man, Jeff Skinner. Went out of his way. He looked like a lost puppy out there. He looked like a guy. He looked like a guy when you're playing NHL or you're playing shell. You pull the controller, or you, you know, you're just kind of coasting around. You do You don't. You you don't have a purpose. Like he just didn't know what he was doing out there. He was looking was lost. And then he went to a he went to the puck here who was already manned up on a defender and you just left another guy wide open. And gr- granted, it didn't happen right in that instant, but you just doing that flyby really opened up uh Severson and uh who scored Zaka to, to make that play for him to make that play to Zaka and to finish it on uh, on glove side on Tukarski. And you know, I I you need more out of Jeff Skinner there. If you're just gassed, I don't know what the reason he was, but that is inexcusable. You cannot just float around there in three-on-three overtime. I don't care who's out there, whether you're blowing up against Alex Ovechkin or Pavel Zaka. It doesn't matter. It's three on three. Pick a man and stick to him. No flybys, no two men to a to, to a single player. You got that. That was brutal. That was absolutely brutal to watch. Dude needs to be a facilitator instead of a scorer man. I didn't know what planet he was on. Yeah, he does need to be a facilit- he does need a facilitator there. I just I, 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 you know, I'm not gonna sit here and say the scoring touch of Jeff Skinner's lost. It's not. I really don't think it is. But in order for him to be the not anything close to the nine and a half million dollar player you paid him to be, you need a, a true number one center. And I think the lack and of depth down the middle was really prevalent tonight. You didn't have a lot of playmaking ability out there. You were having issues passing the puck. The first pass was fine, but I think after that was just absolutely terrible. Um, first time I would say all season where I'd say the passing was just really brutal. Like after that first pass and uh, the neutral zone after the first period was rough to watch. Um, just a, just a lot, a lot to be looked at. Hopefully on tape either on the way home tonight or tomorrow at practice. Really just study some film and just kind of fix those those mistakes you were making. Uh, and Jeff Skidder, I mean, dude. <laughs> that was, that was brutal. That was absolutely brutal. Um, but I got it. I mean, what, what can you do? You know, you, you, you went into Boston last night and this is their first away. These are their first away games. You know what I mean? Like uh, this was actually, I think this was their first. Yeah. This was their first trip away from uh key bank center. So, you know, I guess it's a good thing that you had so much time at home to play at home. And then your first game away, I, I mean, they took one out of one out of four possible points here against Boston, New Jersey. Uh, one of those games with Takarski. And, and I've said, from your backup goalie on any team that's built to win, you would hope out of 10 starts you get six wins, um, at least 50% or more of the possible points. Uh, Takarski, out of his two starts, has gotten you three points. What can more can you ask for from the guy? You know what I mean? Especially on a team built like this. So I know I'm not at all upset about the way this team played however like because they were just gassed and when you're tired you make mistakes so the only thing I wish I could have seen maybe Donnie Granado do there at the end of the third period they had a whistle they had a whistle at like uh, two minutes I wish he would have taken a time out there um really give his boys a chance to relax with the expectation you're probably going to be going into overtime here uh that's the only thing I would have really liked to seen from Granado. um I don't think he took use used his time out I think you have to there uh, but that's just me, um, especially when you see that your boys are gassed and they need a breather. Uh, I don't think he uses timeout at all during the game. But Also, uh, you know, another Leafs loss. <laughs> you love to see it. Uh, they were throwing jerseys on the ice yesterday. Uh, I last time I checked, the score was five to one Pittsburgh. They're absolutely getting pumped. Uh, Hutchinson was back in that. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I love Jack Campbell, man. I, I, you know, but. They really need to figure that out, because Kyle Dubas has to be getting worried about his job. Because I don't really know what else more you you could do for a team that's built like that. They have the veteran leadership, they have the high end talent. I, I I truly do believe they have a number one goaltender, Jack Campbell. They need to figure this out because that's you know those fans. I I am glad I'm not a part of Leafs Twitter. You know I I, I there's a lot of people in Leafs Twitter that I that I interact with a lot and I, you know, I, I, rib them a little bit and they rib me of course, cause I'm a Sabres fan, but uh, that is going to be fun to watch tonight to watch that absolute meltdown. I cannot wait for Steve dangles all fire tonight. Guy's the most passionate fan I've ever seen in any sport. Uh, the, the guy is second to none. Uh, he loves the Leafs. He loves that team and he deserves so much more. Final score seven to one. Uh, unbelievable. <laughs> uh, hey Robbie. Uh, uh nice to have you uh on with us, but but anyways, uh yeah, seven to one. Love to see it. And I fully expect Steve Daigle to absolutely lose his shit tonight on his LFR video. And rightfully so. This that team needs to needs to figure it out, man. They need to tighten it up because you know, people's jobs are gonna be in the line soon. And there's no excuse with the with the amount of talent you have on that roster to not be winning hockey games. Not be going two for three at least every single, you know, winning two out of every three. That's inexcusable to me. If I was a Leafs fan, uh, you know, I feel for you guys. That's that's brutal. Uh, but hey, you don't have a good, uh, yeah. <laughs> Sabres, uh, what are you, second at the Atlantic? Love to see it. Eat it, Leafs fans. But, uh, anyways, guys, uh, I didn't want to take up too much of your time tonight. Um, tough loss, absolutely. Uh, you know what are you gonna do? You know, go back to the drawing board. Hopefully, we're a little bit closer to getting both back. Both uh, Casey Middlestat and Henry Yokiharu. Uh Those two guys are two key pieces, I think. Casey Middlestat, for me at least, is your number one center um, on a team that doesn't have m- many very good ones after him and Dylan Cousins. So it, you, you got to get those two guys back and healthy and. You know, hopefully we're close to getting this Jack Eichel ordeal figured out and has more clarity in what this roster is going to look like going forward. I know this is—I mean, I know this is probably what it is as of right now, but it's, uh, it's tough. It, it, it's definitely uh, tough to watch because, you know, you have a big asset like Jack Eichel that you, you know, 99.9% will never play for the Sabres again. And you want to see what you're going to get back for a guy like him. But obviously these issues with his neck not having the clarity i know he's getting ready him and his agents are getting ready to make one last proposal to buffalo in hopes to uh you know let them get him and get the uh the disc replacement surgery uh instead of the fusion and uh and i was listening to uh after the whistle the andrew peters and craig Graves podcast and you know i don't blame him. you know fusion is a scary thing anything with the neck is a scary thing uh, anything fusion at 25 that's a scary scary fucking thing man and I uh, I don't blame him for wanting the disc replacement. It's a safer procedure for longevity in your life and better quality of life. So I do not blame him at all for wanting the uh, you know the uh, ADR surgery. So hopefully we get more clarity on that sooner rather than later. I'm not going to hold my breath though. <gasps> yeah, but uh, again, two one loss tonight by Buffalo to New Jersey. Um, absolutely brutal way they got, they outplayed after the first period uh, for 40 minutes uh, and then losing it overtime on a really big mental fart by uh, <laughs> from Jeff Skidder Again, buddy, what are you doing? I, 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 that was terrible, 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 terrible. Um, but, you know, I, I said this. I have tweeted this. I said the one thing about this team and, you know, shades of 96, 97 is you can punch them directly in the mouth and they're going to get right back up and they're going to punch you right back as hard as they can. I mean, if you don't punch as hard as you, but they're going to punch and they're not going to stop punching until you knock them out. And it's going to take them a while to knock them out. And that's where I think you're going to see these, these, this team grind out points much like they did tonight. They grinded out a point tonight. Um, I think you're going to see a lot of that this season. We're going to see a lot of overtime and shootout games. Uh, maybe one point games for Buffalo. I'm not going to sit there and say that they're going to come close to a playoff spot. I really don't think they will. Um, and, uh, I just, I I really do think that this team is going to work its ass off for this fan base every single night, and that's all we can ask for at this point. Until you know we have you know these reinforcements in Rochester um, and junior hockey and in college uh, up on the main roster, within the next two to three years, you know, where I think you're really going to see a very, very, very good and talented Buffalo Sabres hockey team. Um, Another thing too, that, that that game tying goal that drove me nuts because I hated that penalty on Darlene so much. Yeah, give him a little business in front of that. That's a hockey play to me, man. You know, I, I, you know, I, I've seen my defensemen growing up do that so many times, and have it going called. I thought that was such a weak call. I know I'm kind of erratic with my thoughts right now, but like, that was such a weak call, and have that to be lead, lead to the game tying goal off a bad bounce off the back of the net. I mean, you, you, you can't, you can't expect that bounce off the back of the net the way that happens. So that sucks. That that's a suck, a shitty way for that team to end up tying and going into overtime. So. Uh with that being said, guys, please leave your, your comments and your thoughts. Um, I'll have this up on the YouTube channel, and uh, you'll be able to listen to it on Spotify and uh, Apple Podcasts later tonight. So, uh, you know, make sure you guys have a good night. If you're out, be safe, be well. I love you all. Thanks for tuning in, and let's go Sabres. You know, they just got done with the first two nights of the season. It's been phenomenal. We get Gretzky back. Gretzky and Barkley, it's it's phenomenal. It's absolutely phenomenal. So we are going to have so much to talk about this year. Thanks for hopping on with us. Thanks for listening to this episode, and we will talk to you soon. I wanna at the blue The podcast that goes everywhere the imagination dares. It's for the open-minded, the pleasure seeker.